Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of I've Got This Kid. I'm your host, Sharina Williams, homeschooling mom of two, speech and language pathologist, and excited podcaster. Today's question comes from Sharan A. out of Boston, Massachusetts, and the question reads as follows. Dear Sharina, I've been listening to your podcast, and I would love to learn more about baby talk. It drives me crazy when people speak goo-goo to my baby. Is it detrimental to his development and language growth? Thank you so much for sending in this question, Sharan. I'm really looking forward to talking about baby talk and why we use it and if it is important to your baby's development and growth. And I'm hoping by the end, you have a good answer for that. So let's start off with what is baby talk, a.k.a. motherese a.k.a. infant-directed speech. Baby talk is simply the spontaneous way that mothers, fathers, and caregivers talk to their children using words like itty-bitty, teeny-weeny, choo-choo. You might hear higher pitch ranges or wider pitch ranges, and you might hear exaggerated intonational changes. And you'll hear people say, like, you want papa, or doggy go woof, woof, and baby go night-night, and who's that handsome little guy? And it's so funny because we never think to ourselves when we're using baby talk, a.k.a. motherese, a.k.a. infant-directed speech, that it comes in the form of a question. Even though our poor little infants cannot answer (laughs) questions. They can't give us a straight answer, (laughs) but I digress. (laughs) I know, I know. So why do we use mother ease? We use mother ease because our little one's brains are unable to process language like adults. So you have to think about it like this. When our little ones are in mommy's belly baking, and we call that the gestational period, By the third trimester, their hearing has pretty much fully developed. And so they're able to hear mommy's voice. And although mommy's voice sounds like it might be underwater, nevertheless, they can still hear you. And that is their first exposure to language. And with that first exposure to language, they're hearing what their symbol system is going to eventually become when they come out of your belly. So then they come out into the world and they're hearing mommy and daddy and caregivers and sister and brother and everybody who's around who's so excited to see this little person. And what does everybody do when they see that little person? What's the first thing they do? They go up to the little person, bypass mom and dad, because after new baby comes, mom and dad, you kind of get left on the back burner. But that's a different story for a different day. But everybody goes up to the little baby and they start doing what? Hi, little baby. You're so beautiful. You're so cute. Oh, you're so dizzy. And with those pitch changes and with those intonational changes, baby is learning how to use language. How, you may ask. Because when we change our pitch and our tone and we give different inflections, we're breaking off whole words into part words. And once we break those whole words into part words and baby keeps hearing it over and over and over again, it makes it easier for them 
to grasp that part word. And so we see where it's like, oh, you want your baba. And we show him a bottle. Eventually, baby makes that connection that every time mommy says, baba, you want your baba, that that means bottle. That has something to do with that. And guess what? As baby is cooing and gooing, and then you start hearing different forms of babbling and it goes from like the gurgly babbling to like the more precise babbling eventually they're going to take that babble and those objects and those words that you've been breaking into part words that whole time when you're giving them the googly woogly talk and they're going to turn that into a word to communicate back to you they're also communicating to you during that time. You just don't know what they're saying. So when they're googling and gaga, they're saying something at some point to you because they're practicing and they're playing with language. That's why our little infants don't start off with their first words being like supercalifragilisticexpialidocious for a reason, because it's too much for them to grasp. But Baba and Mama and Dada and Kaka, that's a little bit easier for them to get at. And so with us using those smaller words, their brains are able to take that in and process it and then eventually return it back. Research has shown that they prefer using infant-directed speech over adult-directed speech and did you know that there's even a doggy directed speech? It's really a thing. I use it on my in-laws dog all the time and he loves it. He eats it up. When I talk to him normal, he doesn't really like it. But when I use doggy directed speech, he loves it. But that has nothing to do with this. But I just wanted you to know that there is a difference. And just like infants enjoy us using the itty bitty googly woogly speech, adults enjoy for us to use normal conversational speech, the return, I talk to you, you talk to me, they enjoy that without the wider pitch ranges and the inflections just as much as the doggies love for you to talk doggy talk to them as well. So point one is that it helps them process language. Point two is that it teaches early social skills. So picture this, you have your little sugar in your lap and your little sugar is looking at you and you're looking at him and you guys are just admiring each other in that moment. And more likely than not, somebody's going to say something because it's quite rare for two people to just stare at each other in silence. <laughs> Even with babies, they want to say something. <laughs> and so if they coo and goo at you, more likely than not, guess what? You're going to coo and goo back at them. And what's so cool about language and what's so cool about adults is that we innately change our speech and our tone and our rate to match what our infant is doing. That's part of the reason that it's baby talk, because we're helping them out by using their language, i.e. we're meeting them where they are, right? When we're using the googly wooglies with them. They can, they can pick up on that. They can grasp that. And so what happens is they speak to us or they make a sound at us and we respond to them or we initiate a sound or a word to them 
and they give something back to us. Usually we're looking face to face in each other's eyes when we're doing it. And it teaches them that I talk, you listen, you talk, I listen. And so there's nothing more magical than being able to just sit down and look at each other and hold your first conversation. So during that baby talk time, you guys are essentially forming your first conversations. Didn't even think about that, right? But you are. The third thing that it does is it establishes early listening and attention skills. So once again, you and baby are looking at each other. And you guys are talking back and forth to each other. Oh my gosh, who's the sweetest little baby? You're so adorable. And the baby goes, I mean, I hope they make better sounds than I can. (laughs) But while they're, but while they're making those sounds back to you, guess what? You're modeling, listening and attending. And then when you respond back to them, they're listening and attending to you. And so that reciprocity during that conversation is occurring and it helps build up their attention. So the more that you're talking and looking at them and you're meeting them on their level, i.e. baby talk, using baby talk, the more that they're able to attend to you. Now, don't get me wrong. There's some babies out there to where you will use baby talk with them and they'll give you like straight face. When my daughter was an infant, oh my gosh, that kid. She didn't smile at me for three weeks. She would just look at me. And every morning I would wake up and be like, hi, how are you? Big old smile on my face. Did you sleep well? The whole night I'm pulling out all the stops and this kid would just look at me. No smile, no flex, no no muscle change, no nothing. It took her three weeks. I will never forget the day when she smiled at me. Best day of my life. My son came out. First 30 minutes, he, he was smiling. That's, yeah, no comment there. But I say that to say that some some infants naturally are more responsive to baby talk or they show more expression during baby talk than others. Nevertheless, the point is that using those smaller segments of words is more helpful for them to grasp that word and then try to speak it back to you at some point. And we usually expect that around 12 months for first words. Some kids talk a little bit earlier, anywhere from nine to 12 months. I've heard it as early as seven months. My daughter's first word was at seven months. My son's was about nine months. So it does happen, but you have to keep in mind, she's around a bunch of talkers. So they didn't have a choice but to talk. So it's not uncommon for them to grin or look at you. It's not uncommon for them not to grin and look at you. Now, the one thing that's funny, when I was looking up baby talk and motherese and just really trying to pinpoint the research behind it. The one thing I didn't find was anything on cognitive effect, like if baby talk had any impact on their thinking skills. And I I wonder why not. And then I thought to myself, maybe that's a hard thing to measure at that point, thinking skills in an infant. Um, How would you measure that? That's pretty variable. But We've learned that in general, Mother Ease does have an impact on language skills, social skills, and early listening and attention skills. So by using Mother Ease, you're actually helping foster those three areas of development. 
And so, I mean, thinking skills, it's you have to kind of leverage it out. Does it really matter when you're getting so much out of it? And the other part to it is there are naysayers about using baby talk and, and not just based on your question, but there's actual research out there that says that baby talk is ineffective and that they don't see the use for it. And the basis for this was based on syntax. And syntax is sentence structure and how we put our words together to make sentences and word endings like S and ED and things like that. Or just, again, sentence structure, how we put words together to make a proper sentence. So with that one, uh, I'm kind of on the fence with that argument. And that was the only real argument that I could find because at that point when I'm at that age, should I say, when I'm using baby talk and I do use baby talk, um, I want to be very clear. I use baby talk and I've used it on all my nieces and nephews and on my own kids. And I found that it's something that I enjoy doing and it works. But I understand there's some people who don't enjoy doing it. But back to what I was saying, syntax. So syntax is your sentence structure. And do I feel like that's a big enough argument? Not really, because in most cases, you're probably using appropriate sentence structure. And I feel like that that's something that you can teach by the time they get to toddler years. And also bear in mind that baby talk is something that is not going to last forever. It's something that you use initially just to get the ball rolling with early language, early social skills, and early attention and listening. And that's the reasons that I've been using it all these years. But there is a lot of research to back up that that is the reason that you should be using it. However, once you get to a certain point or once your infant gets to a certain point, where they're starting to become more of a toddler and making that shift, then adults automatically shift their language to match their baby's language. So as an infant, you use baby talk. When they become toddlers, um, you're not really using baby talk anymore. It shifts more into what they're using and you're supposed to add maybe a word or two more to help them continue to build their vocabulary. So at that point, that's where I'd really be looking at building sentence structure. And not only that, keep this in mind that not only is your baby learning from you, but they're listening to you and how you're using language. And the way that you're using language is the way that they're going to use language. So I really wouldn't be concerned about the naysayers. However, if you're not comfortable with using baby talk, I just recommend using shorter segments of words and of speech, give them something they can reach towards, right? So I hope that makes sense. At the end of the day, I think that it is detrimental to their development and their language skills. Now, you don't have to use a bunch of goo-goos and cuckoos with them. You don't have to, and those are more like nonsense words. You can use normal words and use those same pitch inflections. And that's what I would do. Like, I never really was a parent to use a lot of nonsense words with the kids. But I would use words that I knew that they needed that came natural to the environment and that I knew that they needed in order to thrive and to learn. So, yeah, you should. But make it work for you. Like, you know who you are and you know who your baby is, right? And for you to even have this question at that point, 
lets me know that you're on the right track as a parent because you're already interested in learning what works best for you and your little sugar. And at the end of the day, that's all that really counts. So here are my tips of the day. Don't be afraid to get undignified with your baby. Now, I know, I know, I know. 10 seconds ago, I said, use mother ease or not. But my point is always use what works best for you while at the same time, don't be afraid to just let your inhibitions go a little bit. Your little sugar only has one time to be your little sugar and you only have one time to kind of let your inhibitions go and be everything that they need you to be during that time. And it's for the right reason. Mother ease is a beautiful way to bond with your little one. And it's also a wonderful way for other family members to bond with them. So if they are using the goo-goos and the cuckoos, just keep this in mind. They're trying to bond with your little sugar just as much as you are. And even if it's people in the store, if it's not family members and it's people out in your community and you're at Target and you're in the line and somebody starts doing that to them, people just love babies and they're, they're going to do it irregardless. I don't think that, you know, the nonsense words are going to hinder your little sugar's growth and development. If anything, think about it like this. It's a social moment for your baby. It's a moment for him or her to learn the world around him, right? And so that that's really important. And number two, use your best judgment when using motherese. With intention, you can teach your little one about the world around them using this method of language. You want your baba? It's time to change your daddy. It's time to go night-night. Here's your blankie. Those are all words that they're going to need to know. And at some point, they're going to need to use. And so if you use it in the simplest form of language and once they start imitating that, then you can start using that full word with them. Now we're past blanky and now it's, you know, time for blanket. Okay, let's get your blanket. They might still be using blanky or saying blanky when they get to that point, but you can then start using blanket. So just think about it as a stair step. Every time they imitate something that you're doing, you can take that next step and give them a little bit more because they're going to continue to imitate what you show them, right? And number three, remember, our little sugar's brains are still forming. Like, that's key here. We use baby talk because their brains are still forming and they can't keep up with adult speech. It's, it's not something that they can do at this point developmentally. So again, if motherese isn't your thing, just try to use simpler language with them. And it's most important to me that you're getting face to face with them and using some kind of language with them and giving them that social interaction and building up their attention and learning skills because they're learning from you and they're learning from your family. So I hope that answers your question about Mother Ease, a.k.a. Baby Talk, a.k.a. Infant Directed Speech. And please, listeners out there, do not hesitate to reach out and ask your questions. The email address is questions at I've got this kid.com. Also check us out on Instagram at I've underscore got underscore this underscore kid. We would love to hear from you and follow us too. And with a few tweaks every day, you too can maximize your child's speech, language, and play skills. Are you ready for the challenge to step into amazing play? Take care, guys.